Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. everybody and happy new year this is going to be our first podcast for 2021 and i know all of us are very optimistic about this year i think we're cautiously optimistic and in my calendar i just got a new calendar that says best year ever so that's what we're hoping for you see that and i like uh, it (laughs) that's what i'm hoping for but i think a lot of times some of what a lot of what has happened and what had happened in 2020 was out of our control Right. So I think we want to start off the year with our resolutions. We want to start off the year being able to control what we can handle. There's yep. going to be circumstances that is not on that aren't in our control, but they're the way we respond and some of the goals that we set. That's absolutely within our um, within our objections and there and and it's under our control. So I think that we're going to start off this podcast with just talking about some New Year's resolutions. And uh, so Reba had a very interesting thing. She's been doing some research on this. And uh, so tell us what you found. Ah, well, you know, I, I really do um, think like I agree with what you said. I think it's really important this year that we start off um, with with some, with a direction in our lives mm-hmm. uh, and not feeling like, I think a lot of people have felt like they were floundering or they felt like that, that someone else was determining their fate. And uh, if we want to use that word. And so I think it's important for us this year to kind of start off the year, even if you're not one of those people who normally think about doing new year's resolutions. I know some people are really into it mm-hmm. and other people are like, nah, you know, um, <laughs> but even if you're one of those nah people, um, I think it's a good uh, a good reflection at the beginning of this year just to take some time to say, hey, what do I want my year to look like, yeah. and what's it, what what have I determined is important to me, mm-hmm. uh, and what do I what do I want to look like when I finish 2021? Okay. Uh, so I did. I I have been doing a little research. I enjoy just kind of looking back and and understanding a little bit about where we got with this New Year's resolution thing, and I found this early 20th century postcard that was part of a calendar um and this postcard had has this at the at, on the on the side of it which i think is so re- uh, so good so let me read it to you it says a resolve for every morning of the new year so i love this because mm. this guy is writing this resolve uh almost instead of a list of yeah. 15 resolutions he's kind of summing them up in almost a mission statement for his yeah. year which exactly. i really think is good as mm-hmm. well so a resolve for every morning of the new year i will this day try to live a simple sincere and serene life repelling promptly every thought of discontent anxiety discouragement impurity and self-seeking boy that's a mouthful right there mm-hmm. cultivating cheerfulness magnanimity charity and the habit of holy silence exercising economy and expenditure carefulness in conversation diligence in appointed service fidelity to every trust and a childlike trust in god oh wow yeah yeah okay so a huge mouthful here (laughs) um as this is you know this continual uh sentence here from this guy um and I mean, this is pretty ambitious for early 20th century. Right. Uh, obviously, uh, it's written in this really beautiful uh, uh, font. So, you know, you kind of get this old world feel. 
but there's a lot that this this guy says in here uh for his uh john vincent actually i think he's the guy who wrote this um there's a lot that he says there that although the words may be a little bit archaic to us boy mm -hmm. are the principles super right. relevant to our lives right now yeah. um I mean, I think about this phrase, repelling promptly every thought of discontent, anxiety, discouragement. I mean, mm. I mean that that yeah. sums up 2020. Right, exactly. And and when you think about the time that that was written, early to early 20th century was not that great either. And no. so we we almost we almost think 2020 is the worst year ever. No. And not it not, it's not been. Um no. and no, there no, no. there have been an and an early 2020 early 20th century was a rough time. Yeah. And so it's the same principles apply, but I love that word resolve yeah. because it's like, like you said, it's a mission statement. And I think that's what we need to do instead of maybe new year's resolutions and a list, maybe just say, okay, I'm going to, I've got to change some things up and, um, and make some goals. Oh, absolutely. And I do think there, that word resolve, it, it carries with it so many implications of determination or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I am, I'm committed to something. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, Ali, I just think, I mean, we don't, we, I don't know, maybe you experience this, but we live in such a culture where people don't want to make a commitment to anything at right. all, uh, because maybe something better will come around the corner that you'd rather see, go, or do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that's maybe a huge missing factor in our lives, and it's overflowed from our schedules to our general our attitudes towards life, and that is that we're not really resolved to do anything. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, and so I think it's important for us to say, okay, what, you know, who do I want to be uh, at the end of this year? Because I think re resolutions are about growth, right? Personal growth. Yeah. Um, they, at least they should be. Mm -hmm. you know, they're about change, yeah. uh, but they're also about determining to do what I know is right in my, right. in my life. Yeah. Um, and I do think that requires determination. At least it does that, in my life, right? <laughs> it does. And it, it does require um, kind of some, some taking control, like, you know, like I just talked about a few minutes ago and saying, okay, if I don't like something, it's my job to change it. I can't wait for other people or other circumstances to change what I don't like um, or what I need to or how I need to grow. Um, and you hear that insanity, that insanity quote, you know, insanity is just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting, expecting different, different results. results. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think many times, in fact, I, I saw a report from 2014, a report that was done of people who did New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. So let, so think about this, 35% of the people who participated in 2014 in this survey, 35% who had failed their new year's resolutions admitted they had unrealistic goals. Yeah. So I do think that that is immediately one of the things sometimes, I don't know what it is about writing these new year's goals. A lot of times we're very unrealistic, you know, a yeah. uh, person who says, man, I just need to lose weight. I'm gonna lose 75 pounds by, you know, by June. Well, I, you know, that might just be a little unrealistic, right? right. Um, 33% of the participants didn't even keep track of their progress. Oh yeah. So how do you know that you've actually reached a goal if you actually never tracked it? Mm -hmm. And then 23% forgot about them. Oh. So, you know, you write them down on January 1st, and then by February the 1st, you have not, you don't even remember writing them down. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, so when you look about this, um, when we look at these numbers, I think these quickly point out to us some of the reasons that people aren't successful when they set goals. Either right. they're unrealistic or they don't keep track of them 
or they forget about them. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, Allie, what do you do in your own life to kind of keep that from happening? Because I know you set goals and I know that you're, uh, you know, that you kind of look at your year and think about the future. So tell me, what is it you do that's really keeps you from falling into these traps? I think one of the things that I appreciate about the way God created time is that we get an, you know, that mercies are new every morning and then mm. we have a new day, um, a new start of the week and a new yeah. start of the month and a new start of the year. Yeah. And those are just, um, he's, you know, the increments of time have just been blocked out into what we have. We can, we're renewed every morning. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that I'm really grateful for that, but I'm super grateful for just being able to look at January 1st and saying, Hey, you know, I've got some goals and some of the, um, Lynn Cunningham, she's been on our uh, podcast before her son had created and he created a document a few years ago. And so they send it around the team down here and it's just called smart goals hmm. and smart is an acronym. I think, is that the word acronym? Yeah, when it's that's it. <laughs> I never can remember if it's an acronym or an acrostic, but anyway, smart stands for specific. Mm -hmm. Your goals have to be specific. Vagueness can be the death of any goal. Um, and so just by saying, I'm just going to lose weight or I'm going to live healthier. Well, how are you going to do? You have to have specific goals, smart. So that's a smart goal. So S is specific. M is measurable. These are incremental steps. Um, yeah. These are, they're essential to achieving goals. And that's one of the things in your survey, they just had no idea right. how to even measure it. So smart, sure. so specific, measurable, attainable. So yeah. it can't be anything unrealistic, like you said. They have to be relevant. They need to be based on my own personnel, my own priorities. Okay. Um, and so this is where the relevance comes in. When you look back at last year or last week or last month or whatever, and you say, okay, I want something to be different for me personally. It has to be something that's relevant to me. It can't just be, I want the world to be a better place. That would, right. you know, now right. how do I, what can I do within what I'm working on or within my, um, sure my purview outcomes may vary, but one's actions are controllable. So that's the relevant goals. And then the last one is the, the T in smart is time specific. New year's resolutions are designed to be year long endeavors, but when setting a measurable goal, it's important to set a specific time frame with, again, with incremental steps. Yeah. And so they can, you can just follow these checkpoints or these, you know, these benchmarks. And so he broke it down into smart goal and to those smart. So you've got every goal that you make has to have those five elements. Um, okay. So really quickly, Allie, before yeah. we move on, because there may be somebody sitting there and it's going, oh my word, what do they just say? So just zip, zip through those one more time, what, what they stand for. Again. Yeah. Specific, uh -huh. measurable, attainable, relevant, and time specific. Okay. Very good. Very yeah. good. And we'll try to put these in the notes for, on the podcast so that you yeah. can uh, you can remember those and, and go back and look at that. And those are really helpful. And then you can break it down because this is a this is a long document. He sends, you know, um, our, a few of us. And, and uh, so he breaks it down into different categories of your life. So it can be intellectual, physical, spiritual and social. And I think that's one thing that you do. Right, Reba? Kind of break yeah. it down. I do. Yeah. Every year I kind of break down like physical goals. So mm -hmm. those could be things like health, exercise, even eating, resting. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I found I had to make some resting goals a couple of years ago because I was just burning the candle at so many ends that I didn't really, I wasn't intentional about that at all. Right. Um, spiritual goals. So, mm -hmm. you know, what am I going to do for my time in the word of God to my time in prayer, to my service, to stewardship, even how, how, do, yeah. how am I spending my money? Mm -hmm. Where is it going? 
um, uh, from, and I have, you know, this mental, or I think he said intellectual, but yeah, just these, you know, how many books I'm going to read in a year. Yeah. I set a goal for that. Uh, if I want to learn a new skill or I want to learn something new, I usually have to set a goal for that or it'll never happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and then some emotional things, uh, you know, connections and friendships, mm -hmm. even, you know, vacations, which are really taking that time to recharge. Right. Um, you know, times away, uh, just times of writing or reflection and that kind of thing. I usually set goals for that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I have several areas that I'm looking over every year and kind mm -hmm. of saying, okay, what, how do I want to grow in these areas of my yeah. life? Um, and I think that takes a, that takes a step before that for me, at least it does. And that is where, where in my life right now, do I see areas that I'm weak? Mm -hmm. or yeah. where in my life do I see areas that I'm frustrated with right or that I'd like to change you know because I think sometimes we you know we fuss about ourselves right you know I just don't like this about me well I just wished I did a but we never do right. anything about the stuff that we fuss about mm -hmm. yeah and um I'm thinking okay there was this point in my life where I'm like you know put up or shut up yeah, you know, and that really where it got with me, it was just like, okay, look, if you're really as dissatisfied in this area of your life as you say you are, yeah. then do something about it. And if yeah. you're not, just shut up, yeah. you know, because it's like, you know, the forever whiner, yeah. um, but never willing to do the difficult thing of actually putting goals and making steps. Um, and for me, Allie, I don't know like what you think about this, and I'm not trying to sidetrack us into a whole nother discussion, but I think there's an area where we don't want to be failures. Yes. Yeah. And I think there's an element that we really have to come to grips with when we get to this area. A lot of people don't create goals because they don't want to feel like a failure when they right. don't accomplish the goal. Mm -hmm. And I really had to, I'm one of those people that, man, I, I don't, I really want to succeed. I don't want to fail. I hate failure. I just can't right. stand it. Yeah. And so I really had to make some mental uh, adjustments in my own life to say, wait a minute, failure is when I fall down and I refuse to get up. Failure yeah. is when I don't even try, mm -hmm. but success, part of succeeding is getting knocked down or getting, or struggling through right. and pushing through. That is, that is part of every great success story is the struggle. You know, um, and so I think it's important to say that maybe out loud to yeah. for all of us as we're thinking about that, you know, because uh, I'm sure there are people like me who are like, you know, I don't even want to make goals because mm. I know I'm just not going to keep them. Right. Um, and I think that's like, OK, wait a minute. What about realistic and what about attainable and those words that you use that are part of a smart goal um, where that could really help guide us? But then mm -hmm. we can understand right off the bat that we're probably not going to nail this perfectly this year because right. in, in success is struggle. Yeah, absolutely. And again, and when I was a teacher, it was always the same phrase. If you fail to plan, it's a plan to fail. You know, yeah. and so if you, if you don't even bother trying, then it, it's just not, but you know, even talking about new beginnings, even last, I think this past fall, um, I wanted to, I had been saying, and you, and you've heard me say this for years, I'm just not detail oriented. I'm just not, you know, I'm not organized. I'm this, I'm that. And, I, and that was something that I really, I, I just became very self-deprecating about it. Almost like just take me as I am, you know, this is just the way I do things. But yeah. I was, um, I was, I wasn't necessarily failing people, but I was disappointing myself by just mm. saying, okay, that's just the way I am. 
I'm mm-hmm. just not organized. I'm not, you know, I'm not a planner and blah, blah, blah. Well, um, so this past fall, I decided this is going to be kind of a season for me of learning a season of trying to get better at detail, uh, trying to get better at, you know, setting goals and, and making them. And so even this past fall, just in, in the classes and the conversations that I've been taking, I was able to, um, to kind of, you know, like you said, you can make a change instead of just make an excuse. I really felt like I needed, um, I, I was able to make a change and that was, mm. but that was admitting something about myself and just saying, okay, I'm done making excuses, just saying, Hey, Allie's just not a planner, you know, and right, just, yeah. well, Allie can be a planner. Um, yeah. she has to work at it a little bit more than other people. Um, yeah, and absolutely. That's the thing with, with, with these goals, it's not, it's setting it, setting it down and writing it down and saying, okay, what's realistic and maybe bring in your spouse or bring in a friend, a trusted friend or an accountability partner and say, Hey, this is what I see that I need to work on. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you see that I need to work on and, and be ready for them to say, well, you need to be nicer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and I do think, you know, I think you're so right. Um, that's such an important part of it because if, if, if we already did this naturally, mm. if these were pl- things that we naturally did, why would we need to set a goal about them? We right. wouldn't yeah. because we just naturally do them. Yeah. Um, but a lot of our goal areas are areas that are not, they don't come natural for mm. us. You know, it's not, oh, I'm just, this naturally just kind of happens in my life. No, they're areas that we have to work at. Yeah. Um, and even if you, I find that even if you have a skill or a talent or you have a lean, a strength in one mm-hmm. area, man, sometimes the very areas we have strengths in are the ones we don't pay attention to. Right. Yeah. And, and man, we could really make that thing shine if we just poured into that area of our life a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that's, those are things uh, as we, as you evaluate, man, what areas of your life do you want to change in and, or do you want to strengthen up this year or polish this year? uh, You know, whatever that might look like for you. And then, then, you know, obviously we're going to sit down and decide some realistic goals for for these areas. Yeah. You know, realistic being this keyword, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, what is realistic? And I do think you said accountability partner or friend or spouse mm-hmm. or whatever. I think this is where this really is helpful yeah. because sometimes when I establish the goals, I'll have a friend or someone look over them and say, Hey, mm-hmm. what do you think about these? Yeah. And they're really quick to go. Are you kidding? You know, that's unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, you know, or you're really letting yourself off the hook. That's all you're shooting yeah. for. <laughs> and, you know, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I need to push mm-hmm. a little harder here, or maybe I need to back off a little here. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I think that's so, such wise advice there just to have somebody maybe speak into that just a little bit. Um, but I think this third area for me, which is one that I lacked sometimes is, once I say, okay, this is what I want my goal to be, and this mm-hmm. is this is what I, this is how I'm going to know if I've reached it. Then, how am I going to get there? Yeah, I think sometimes it's we stop at that point. Okay, I wrote down my goal, and this is how I'm going to know if I'm there. But now, what is my actual plan right. to get there? Yeah, uh, and this is so important. Is just saying, okay, if I want to be, if this is what I want to look like at the end of 2021 what is it going to take to get me there? Yeah. You know, um, and I love this. I think this is such an easy illustration, but you know, some people say, Oh, I'd like to go. I'd like to run a 5k. Yeah. I'd like to go run a 5k. Well, that's great. So the end of 2021, you're going to be able to run a 5k. Yep. That's my goal. Okay. Well, great. So how are you going 
to get there. Right. You know, and so, oh, well, I'm going to go get that couch to 5K program mm-hmm. and I'm going to start implementing that. Okay, yeah. well, there's your plan. Yeah. You know, that's your plan and that's how you're going to get there. So now, man, tomorrow morning I get up and this is how I'm going to walk for three minutes and I'm going to run for 30 seconds. And, uh-huh. you know, and, and then over time I'm going to build up to, hey, now I can run, you know, three point whatever miles that it is there on a 5K. So that is what I'm talking about is, You can't just have a goal. You got to have a plan, an action plan. Yeah. 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 And so that's when I, when I, when I'm in a meeting with the, with like the staff or the volunteers at the workshop, we always talk about these big ideas, you know, and and things we want to do. And then I always in the meeting with, okay, what are our action steps from this point on? Where do we need to go from this conversation? Does everybody need, does everybody know their next step? You know, what they're next working on. And that's what I think you need to do. Um, personally, whether it's a financial goal, I want to save this much. Well, get a jar, throw some change in there, you know, and I think having these small goals that can create some momentum. Um, Mm -hmm. When my husband and I did a financial, we had made some financial goals a few years ago. Um, And so we, we did these small goals. And I think this is a Dave Ramsey concept, you know, pay off a small debt first and that creates momentum to paying off a larger, you know, and so yeah, absolutely. this creates some momentum when you have these small goals of, okay, I want to lose two pounds by the end of January. And that seems like a very small goal, but it's like, it creates some momentum, you know, maybe in, um, or I want to cook more or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, yeah, I think that's exactly right because we do that part of that realistic, but also part of that. Okay. I'm making progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I am making progress and I'm being able to chart my progress because I think that's also, uh, for me, there was a missing ingredient that I really didn't think about at all until I was, um, I, you know, I would do this every year and, and I would stop right there. Okay. So I've got my plan. Now mm-hmm. I just need to go and execute my plan. Right. Yeah. But the problem is, that somewhere along the way, usually by the end of February, I, I may have fallen off track. I forgot about my plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, surely by April, I don't even know what my, what I wrote down necessarily. Okay. Right. And so I was noticing this pattern of drift mm. uh, in my life. And what would happen is I would come, I would roll back around. This is how crazy this was, but I would roll back around to December of the next year. And I would pull out my little notebook that I had done in the last year. And I'd be like, Oh, wow. Well, I didn't do a whole lot of those, but let's start with a new piece of paper and surely, you know, or let's just go buy a new journal. Right. And this one is going to work, you know? And what I found was the difference in this key of success for me was the uh, following up on the goals. So now if I set goals every month when I start, and you said this at the beginning of the podcast, and I love this, that time is laid out into these increments that yeah. are that are natural breaks for us. So we've got that month. For me, it's that every month at the beginning or the end of the month, however you prefer to do it. But I'm going to look back and say, how did I do on my goals mm-hmm. this month, this past yeah. month? How did I do? And if I'm like, I stink, I mean, I didn't do anything I was supposed to be doing. What's wrong with me? Okay. Then I need to ask myself, were the goals unrealistic or, you know, or, you know, or is it just, do I really even care about this? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, because maybe, yeah, yeah. because there's times I just get, I don't know. I just get, oh, everybody's doing this. Maybe I should do it. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't care if I, you know, 
uh, you know, oh, who's Learn the girl? Mandarin, for example, really? Right, or yeah, really. Or you know, uh, what's the girl you really got into where you're streamlining everything in your house? And oh, Marie Kondo, yeah. Kondo, yeah. I'm like, I don't care if I condo everything. I don't care. You know, I, I, right. don't, I don't care. I mean, I set that goal and I thought it sounded really, really wonderful in January, but. But I, I was mean, just I having coffee with this friend and that's what she was doing. And I thought, oh, that's how right. Fun. Yeah, that would be a nice thing. So yeah. So is is this something I even want to accomplish? If it's not, cross it off. If it is something you want to accomplish, then okay, why am I not accomplishing it? Yeah. And if I'm asking myself that at the end of every month, by the time I roll around to December now, mm-hmm. I, it's amazing how much more I've accomplished, how closer I am to actually getting my goals done or I've been able to knock them off during the year. So I think reevaluating these areas and review of these areas, um, it was majorly impactful uh, in my life as far as keeping the goals. Yeah, and that's one of the things on this document that gets sent out, um, these SMART goals. There is, there's a whole page, for example, for intellectual goals, and it's the date that you set it, the date that you accomplished it, and then all these checkpoints. And, you know, and you can just kind of follow through and that could be, you know, a different style if you don't use that style. But somehow, like you said, every month, maybe take stock and say, you know, what were my priorities and what was in what was within my control that I could Mm -hmm. have made changes. And then what was some things maybe I got I got sick or, you know, and I couldn't achieve some physical goals, Um, you know, and so what's in my control, what's out of my controls, because I think like you said, 2020, it really felt like we were all just kind of playing volleyball as far as just reacting to whatever is coming at us, you know, and we're just, we're not being strategic. We're just kind of hitting and, and, you know, floundering. And, and, and so we have to look at, look at our goals from that perspective and say, this is what I can control. And this is what, um, but there's biblical, there's absolute biblical principle in this, as far Mm -hmm. as, you know, wanting to glorify God in our bodies, wanting to glorify God, you know, in our knowledge, you know, for, you know, um, he that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. And so yeah. that you, there is a reason and there is biblical principle for just saying, okay, I want to bring glory to God in yeah. the way that I have, in the way that I'm setting goals for my mind, body, and spirit. And so. Yeah. And I think that's why your, your New Year's resolutions, those things that you're going to be resolute about don't just need to be losing weight or saving money or running a 5k, although all those are great endeavors and really we should, but, but there should be more than just that. And and that's one of the reasons I think I love this early 20th century uh, Mm -hmm. postcard was because there is these simple elements to, I mean, this guy's like, you know what, my, my goals and my mission statement in life is to live a simple, ser- sincere, and serene life. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, and repelling thoughts of discontent, you know, mm-hmm. so he lists the things that he doesn't want to think about. And, yeah. uh, you know, and he thinks about, and he lists the things he wants to be a cheerful person. Yeah. How many times do we write a goal down that says, you know what, I want to be a more cheerful, more positive person than I was right. in 2020. Yeah. I mean, that's not a goal that a lot of people even think about, but it's a good one. It's an excellent goal. And again, it is biblical. Um, It is what God has called us to, you know, a Mm -hmm. cheerful heart, joy. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because your, your, your writer there, your author, it sounds like he really is getting sick of of, uh, social media and he's like a hundred years earlier than social media, but he's, uh, yeah, I don't need to listen to this anymore. Yeah, well, you know, and he also says carefulness in conversation. Yeah. Oh my word, don't we need that? Because you know, yeah. it, it's easy for us to get caught up in uh, criticism or 
you know, a negative conversation or just, you know, everything is horrible. And I think as we go into this new year, for ourselves, we've got to make some decisions that, you know Mm -hmm. what, regardless of what's going on around me, I can internally be a person who is positive, cheerful, yeah, all of that good stuff. And because that's going to attract the people that need that. That's going to absolutely cheerful, and your your serene spirit is going to attract somebody who's got okay. I'm going through a rough time, but let me go to Reba because she's so cheerful and serene, and 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 strong. You will be in 2021. You need to write that goal down. Yes, I need. I, I need to be this. Yes. Well, exactly. And I think, um, you know, all of these things, as we just look at, at, at who we are, maybe, or who we've become, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we want to look more like Christ yeah. in our lives. Um, you know, and we want to, to really reflect the fruit of the spirit in our lives. And I, I know this to be true. There are so many areas of my life that I can never be like Christ without the help of Christ. Um, and in and of myself, this is not looking at your mirror every day and going, you are the woman, you can do this, you've got your act. That's that's not what this is. Right. Because you can you can you can say positive verbiage into a mirror all day long, but you can not necessarily change. So the real power to change, I think, is in God's help in our lives. And so prayer is such an important mm-hmm. part of really accomplishing goals and changing to be the people we want to be is just going to God and saying, look, without your spirit's power and help in my life, I cannot be different than I am right now. And so, you know, I think that we, you know, as we close this out today, um, that really is the right place for us to end is that all of these things are great. And, and all God calls us to, to, to a high standard of living. But at the same time, we have to understand that there's so much about us that we have don't have the ability to change without the power and the help of God yeah. in our lives. So I would urge you as you sit down to reflect on your New Year's resolutions to do it prayerfully. Yeah. You know, God, without your help, I can't do these yeah. things. If you don't help me, there's no way I can be this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, show me where I should show me areas I haven't even thought about yeah. that I should put down here. Um, you know, guide me. Uh, and then, and then, you know, the things that you write down become daily prayer requests in your own life, you know, as you're praying for yourself and asking God to strengthen you in these areas and make you more like him. And to me, man, if we accomplish that every year, we have accomplished great things. Yeah. Amen. I love that. I love that. Just bringing it back to being rooted in him and taking that time to, to just have a conversation with God and say, all right, is this, is this from my flesh or is this from the spirit? And, um, and then just making that connection. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, listen, man, it has been so good to do this today. And it's been a fun conversation just about goals and about new year's resolutions. And we just encourage you to, uh, to take the time to reflect on your own life. If you haven't already done so, I know we're into the first week of January here, but it's not too late to sit down and take a little bit of time uh, to reflect on that in prayer and then uh, set some of these goals. And we'll try to put some of these things that Ali shared with the smart goals in the notes so that you can grab some of these things uh, that'll help you going through. But um, man, we, we really do want to be better people when we end this year than when we started. So, uh, so let's resolve to do so. so. 
All right. Well, listen, it's been a good day. Thanks for joining us on the podcast and uh, we'll see you next time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.